good helper, Mr. Pickle. I let you. Hey, get in here. Dallas is about to start. Welcome to the Ewing Barbecue, where we talk about Dallas. My name is Mary. And I'm Sarah. Happy New Year, everybody. This is Josh here drinking his bourbon. I'm Melanie. <laughs> <laughs> what up? Happy New Year! Yeah. Happy New Year, motherfuckers! 2020 is gone. Yeah, don't let the door hit you on the way out, 2020. No, please do let the door hit you on the way out, 2020. Now that 2021's been better, yeah, but it will, it will, it will. It I will have hope. I believe I it. Hope. I believe it. I think it we may be. have a normal, a normal summer. I'm hoping. We'll see. It's still still plenty of time before that happens. I'm not getting happens. my hopes up yet because I Me don't either. want my dreams to be crushed. So. Yeah, say about nine months until we can probably go out without the masks and stuff and start taking. At least, oh god, it can't be that long. No, That's I think what they're it is. saying. Yeah, yeah, they're saying at least nine to twelve yeah. months. Um, but little quick little uh, yeah, quick little housekeeping. housekeeping. Uh, the other day, um, John Riley, who played Roy Ralston on Dallas. Mm-hmm. In 1983, he uh, also played. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jenny Garth's father on Beverly Hills 9210. He just passed away. That's what I was. Wait. I'm like, what is he from? Wait, he played what? Jenny Garth's what? Father. Yeah. On what? Kelly Taylor's father on Beverly Hills. Oh. No, oh. 9210, as I. Uh, so Roy, Roy Rolston on Dallas was like the Merv Griffin. Yes. Style guy. Yes. Because I remember, I remember, okay, I remember the season you're talking about. And mm-hmm. he tried to ask Sue Ellen if JR was like radical. And she's like, well, he's as conservative as they come. I remember that. Wait. Right. It, it was all part of the. He was on Dallas. Yeah. yeah. Yes, he was. He played the TV uh, talk show. Host. Roy Ralston. Um, he, he interviewed JR in the sixth DVD season of the show, The Battle for Ewing Oil. About okay. the gas stations and all that stuff. The gas stations and stuff. Uh, and JR was. I, spoiler. Uh, m- m- maybe. Beep. Beep, 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 beep. Beep, 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 beep. That guy. But anyway. And um, not really Dallas related, but we should raise our glasses to the First Lady of America, Miss Betty White, turning 99 on Sunday, January 17th. She's oh, 99. Yes. That's my grandmother's birthday. She's 99. 99. You cannot. We cannot. Betty um, fucking white. Betty fucking white. I love her. But I know she's and y'all, by the way, we're probably not going to record again before then, but on Tuesday is Mary's birthday. Mary's birthday. She's going to be 45. Oh, I am. I'm like officially in my like mid 40s. You don't look it, girl. You do not Thank look you. it. Thank you. I try to pretend I'm not. And Victoria Principal had a birthday at the, uh, was it January 3rd? Third? 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 Well, she's like 71, I believe, somewhere there was. Yeah. I if feel her, so old. If, if that's accurate, because nobody really, really knows. She's very secretive about her age for some reason. Well. Everything I ever read since 1950, I know a whole bunch of people said it was 1946, but I don't think it was ever proven. Right. I'm pretty so, sure. So we, we will go with 71 for <laughs> until. the same age as Scylla then. That's my housekeeping, y'all. And I'm drinking bourbon, as I said. And I just want to actually, was it Mary that um, brought up the yeah. peppermint bark? Yeah. Um, 
I oh, haven't tried it so yet. Good. What, what's your verdict? You it, like you like? It is like what liquid you, it is like what? liquid peppermint uh stuff. Bark peppermint stick. That I you put it in my coffee. coffee. All through Christmas. Okay, because I saw I, it in the store like the weekend before you said that. And I was like, I had no idea. I didn't get it. So you you just put it in coffee? I put or, it in my coffee. Yeah. I mm-hmm. am going to be putting it in hot chocolate, but I put it in a, a little bit into the eggnog. And Ooh, um, that's good. I might put it into a peppermint uh, shake when I take the into- some of the peppermint stick ice cream and make it into a shake. Put it into just a capful, just a capful, not not really a ton, you know. I'm gonna have a milkshake and get drunk. Adult milkshakes are so good. I love milkshakes, especially the yes. sloppy ones with all the like stuff dripping off the tops and the sides yeah. and the yeah, oh yeah, it's so good. I love milkshakes. But, have you guys so seen long. the stuffed milkshakes that some ice cream shops are doing? What is a stuffed milkshake? Stuffed. Stuffed, like Look, I don't like know what makes them. I don't, yeah, I don't know what exactly makes them stuffed, but it, you could put like cheesecake and apple pie and brownies. I think it goes, it's almost like a float, but not really. I see the stuff sitting on top of it to make it like I'm a I'm not sure I'd want it in there though, like pieces. It gets soggy. But that, that peppermint. I need to ask. Unless it's like good old brownie. Your and I'm good. A friend of mine owns a local coffee shop slash ice cream shop slash deli so i'm gonna have to ask him what he stuffs you, the shit you need with. to you need to do some recon on this and mm-hmm. file Get a report yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely that 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 <laughs> uh <laughs> that bottle of the rum it was the last bottle mm-hmm. at the total wine near me and normally 25 bucks it was on sale for 19.99 so nice nice i think it was 22 at the abc store here i think oh it's about 20 here but we have Wait. a 33 percent tax on alcohol in washington so holy oh. shit you're sitting oh there talking God. about saving five dollars and here i am drinking my seven dollar beer <laughs> <laughs> anyways any more housekeeping nope that is it okay. for me well we should start the episode all right today we are reviewing Season 3, Episode 21, Divorce Ewing Style. Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary, darling. Well, thank you, thank you. All right. You can't figure it out. You're going to try to use this to take my son away? Our son, JR. It's the one thing we managed to achieve together. I'd kill you first. You don't have the guts. I've got to get Sue Ellen back in that sanitarium. And I might need your help for that, honey. But this time, I want more. I want to be Mrs. J.R. Ewing. Guaranteed. Written by Leonard Katzman. Directed by Leonard Katzman. So it's a twofer, guys. You know, it's going to be good and important story-wise. And it aired February 15th, 1980. And it happens to be the 50th episode of the series. Yep. And a casting note, a very interesting casting note. Tom Fuller, who is the uh, detective, or the Mm -hmm. private eye that is... We'll come across in the episode. Mm-hmm. It's played by John Christie Ewing, who is the only real Ewing to ever appear on Dallas. Ah. Nice. He also appeared in the 1983 movie My Favorite Year, as well as TV series Homefront, Murder She Wrote, LA Law, and Seen Elsewhere. And the episode mm-hmm. was number one with a 31.1 rating and a 49 share. And at some point, I will come up with the for listeners out there that don't really get the rating system i'll come up with a description of what that all means but we won't go into it tonight so okay so we start with jr coming home from work 
And you think it's late. It looks real late and dark outside. Into the soundstage driveway, of course. Yeah. yeah. And then he opens the door and... It's dark. It's dark. It is dark. Very dark. But it's not dark for long because what happens when he flips on the lights? Surprise! It is their ninth... J.R. and Swell's ninth wedding anniversary. Mm -hmm. So... My first question, what the hell kind of woman plans a wedding in February? I guess, well, it is aired February 15th, so my guess is there's the Hallmark day. supposed to be the 14th Hallmark day. on Valentine's Day. On which Hallmark I feel days. like that is probably canon because that comes up in a few seasons, correct? Mm-hmm. It does. Canon? Canon. It means, it means it's like... It's a it's a known canon means it's like it's a known fact on the oh. show and it's like recognized on the show as being a fact, not like a fan fiction thing or something. Oh, yeah. Part, part of the actual story. Yeah. Part of the yeah, like, story. Like they're okay. I'm, I'm thinking like like canons no. like Battle Hymn of the Republic. No, no. N O N. Their anniversary is February 15th. The year is disputed down the road. Right. Because that gets a little murky, but yeah. But, but if if the banner says nine, then it's I obviously can't say much because I've never planned a wedding, but I don't want to do it in the winter. Although I'm sure it makes sense for money reasons, but this was the Ewings. Why February, girl? What are you thinking? It's in Texas. It's not going to be that cold. And she probably thought it was romantic. Uh, and so close to Valentine's Day. I mean. But also yeah. you have a thing against cold. I do. Oh. <laughs> They, I they, wanted a fall wedding. I if did. I'm getting married in February, it's going to be in fucking Jamaica. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I wanted a fall wedding, but I had a July one. No, I had a fall wedding twice. <laughs> All right. Now that we've established I, Melanie is anti-cold. All right. So everyone seems like really excited except for Kristen, who... Does not seem excited. She is seething, does, and it is so obvious. I wrote seething too. Does Jr. <laughs> even remember it's the anniversary because he doesn't have no, a gift? There's no oh, way he. No, no he oh. has no idea. <laughs> so, Mister, yeah. I have an alarm clock mind for dates. Mm. Oh, but that's all right. Jr. can give me his gift in private. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, <laughs> I caught that innuendo. Yeah, I like that's her top. Funny. Suellen's backless, sexy pink top. Yes, he's and a girl, dirty, dirty girl. Girlfriend is not wearing a bra either. He is not wearing a bra. <laughs> you can she tell that later for sure. She's going lady commando up top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> free boobs. That, I can't do that. Because she's free boobing. Yeah. They're too jiggly after kids. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm like all covered up in my blanket. You are. Like, you look very cozy. You're fine. Um, yeah. So Kristen is sitting in the corner. I, li- I like I like Lucy's little snide line. Uh, who, whoever thought it would la- whoever thought it would last? Nobody. <laughs> right. I know, but she she specifically walked up to Kristen just to rub it in and put that thorn in her side. Oh yeah, yeah. Lucy oh, of course exactly she did. What she's doing, mm-hmm. and Kristen made those stupid lip movements the whole time. Like she's pissed off. Which like, is why which is why I am disappointed that at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Lucy is not around for some snide comments for that particular scene. Right. Not in that scene at all. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's that was missing to me. And I, I really think she would have come to Sue Ellen's defense then. Mm-hmm. Probably I really, I really think she would have. She would have been like, yo, no, he totally had them switch. That's some kind of JR kind of shit. Right. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was kind of weird she wasn't <laughs> that's in That's probably that why she wasn't there, because they needed to move the plot forward. <laughs> and they knew Lucy would call him out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
But anyways. Yeah, go ahead. No, you go. go you go, girl. Kristen. Ah, uh, Kristen is being so obvious. Like, I was like, holy shit, she's being really obvious about being, like, mad. And, like, JR has to walk over and be like, you're yep, being that's obvious. that's not right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You stop. need he to was like, at least act like you're you having fun. Reel it in. Dial it down. Dial it down. People Dial are gonna it. know. We yeah. don't want them to know. Right. Kind of like we didn't want people to know that Sue Ellen was having an affair with Cliff. Right. Exactly. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then Sue Ellen, uh, Kristen doesn't know why she's even there, but then Sue Ellen makes her little toast, which is I like a, so funny. Ee, 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 ee. It's so mm-hmm. good. It's so good. <laughs> what did she say? Uh, well, she I didn't says, write it down. <laughs> oh, I wrote it down I'll, if you didn't. I'll, oh. Just it. The, she says that her sister, Kristen, will be leaving for California uh, to continue her studies. And may she find a man that will make her as happy as JR is made. A man made her of her own. Of her own. <laughs> yeah, of her own. She had to put that in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Will make JR as happy as JR has made me. So this is like, this is not a. This is, Disguised as a toast, but this is a goddamn curse. She's like, hey, bitch, guess what you get for cursing her? You are going to go to California. You're going to get a man that will make you an alcoholic. Right. She is cursing that upon her. Yes. Be like, karma's yours, baby. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. FYI. So then, is this where we... It skips to the next scene. Yeah, yeah, and it's, they, it's it's kind of weird because the it's kind of weird because the exterior of South Fork, and you hear Jr. going, "Yeah, good night, everybody," and then yeah, like, they cut to him walking in his room. Like, what is he yelling it from the top of the stairs? I mean, yeah. I don't know. Was he Probably. was he yelling it from the back thing? the balcony? Yeah. Whatever. Because he was drunk. He's lost. He's trash, and he thinks he's going to get some. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He's so excited about it. He's like, why don't you show me what a devoted wife you are? Knowing Larry Hagman the way I know him, was that real champagne he was pounding down during that scene? Probably, yeah. Probably. Walking in with the bottle into the room there. He fell back on the bed, and he's like, and then she just pours it on him. Get out of that stall. What's your name? Patrick Duffy. Go fuck yourself. No. No, it was so funny because after all the bullshit between them, he thought he was going to get laid. Yeah. And he was down for it. He was down. He was like, yeah, get over here and show me what a devoted wife you are. That flagpole is going up and it's coming right down. She's like, he's like, when are you going to show me what a devoted wife you are? She's like, all right now. (laughs) Waste of alcohol, but whatever. But he still, picked up, he still picked up the bottle and continued drinking from it after. Yeah, so. he did. He's like, and what the hell are you doing? Kudos to Larry Hagman for not even, like, flinching beforehand, like, because he knew, obviously, it was going to be poured on him. He did uh-huh. flinch for a second. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And... And again, don't tell him your plans. Right? What uh, the No, fuck? I get so mad when she does what that. What the fuck? <laughs> Sue Ellen? Why? She's obvious, she's obviously wet behind the ears, and if she sticks around long enough, she might learn not to tell him what she's doing. Her in the whole plan at a time? Yeah. Don't yeah. do it, girl. He's going to sabotage it. You should know this. He should. She, te- she tells Kristen, was it, is it this episode where she tells Kristen that she knows JR every which way there is to know him, or no, that's not right. So. Backtrack. So. No. Anyway. She shuts him down. She tells him her plans. And what what struck me funny was like 
she's like, "Not, uh, we're not going to make love, Jr. Not tonight. Not tomorrow. Maybe the day that I take my son and leave you, if you still want to. And I'm like, what? And then she goes, was, I'll think about weird. it then. <laughs> right. What, what the fuck? <laughs> this weird. That was, that was twisted. Can I interest you in some goodbye sex? <laughs> right. I mean, that's yeah. what it sounded like. Here's your pity fuck. <laughs> Basically. Jared uh, still would. He would. But he, he would. He, no, he, he would. He said, said something to the extent of, But then you know, she wouldn't what, leave. What, what, uh. She wouldn't what leave. makes you think you're going to get away with this? And she said, well, I fooled you, JR. Everyone else should be easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, she, she played the doting wife all night long. Yeah. And you know yeah. what's silly is that she played the doting wife, like, twice before that in previous episodes and then pulled away. And he still fell for it this time. He did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fool me so, once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Uh, if they, fool me can't get pulled again. This is like their dynamic. They keep like fucking with each other because he it's the stance. He will get drawn in and then be like, oh, oh, no. Mm," You know, put up the big wall. Like, no, you didn't fool me. It's like, yes, she did. It's it's this dance. dance. It's very it's very dangerous. How they do. It's how they do. How they do. Yeah. And then the next day JR is hungover as fuck. And he's dodging. And we, and we learned that the Alka-Seltzer is kept uh, in the little cabinet near Luella's desk, who is back at the office. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Yep. And he's he's dodging Kristen's calls. Yeah, he is. And she she is are, like, what time is it? She's already called twice. It's probably like yeah, 8 a.m. <laughs> and Luella's got a nice new new haircut there. <laughs> um, that, yes, for sure. Um, I have a question. I wrote this down, and then I scratched it out because... When he goes in there and she said, Bobby will see in his office. He goes in Bobby's office. Bobby's like, that was some kind of party last night, wasn't it? And I had literally just written down before, were Pam and Bobby even there? Like, I don't even remember. Oh, they, they, were any, they were there. They were there. Like, did they have any dialogue? No. Not really. Really. Okay, no. I just, I was it, watching it, while I was working, when, but I was just like, I don't even remember seeing them. If you're, looking at the, if you're looking at the screen, to your left on the far side is where Pam was. And Bobby Damn. was behind her. Observing. I just, I just yes. wasn't paying attention. I was like just listening to it as I was working, and then I would look over and watch it, and then I'd come back, and I was like, maybe I just missed it, but I don't remember hearing their voices or anything. Like they had like no dialogue at the party. No. Like some of the guests that we've never even seen before had more dialogue than they did. So I just thought that was weird, but hmm. yeah, yeah, but you know. And who were all these people? They were just no-name friends that just were. Yeah, I don't randos. know. I've never seen half of them. There was no no Punk Anderson or anything like that. We know. haven't even we haven't even seen Punk. We haven't too much. No. I love. Punk. No, we haven't at all. Not at all. Yeah. I thought we did one. Maybe not. He's always um, talked about. It. It's like it's like Vera from Cheers. Right. Always talked about. So far. So Bobby wants to open an old Ewing oil field that's been closed for over thirty years and wants to run the idea by JR and JR's like, yeah, a, whatever, you know, blah, blah, blah. JR's like, I don't fucking care. Do whatever you why, want. Why are you doing this? Because you're yeah. the president of doing oil and I'm telling you. And it's like, yeah, like, oh, I'm glad you remember. <laughs> but he was trying to show like, JR what you're supposed to do instead of going behind their back like JR does to him all right, the time. He's trying, so to, be above, it, he's trying like, to be above board. Yeah, it yes. was a courtesy. It was a courtesy, and I thought it was good, but Jr. was like, "Jr. was a remember. complete dick about it." Yeah, and he responds yeah. by pounding down the Alka Seltzer and leaving the glass on Bobby's desk as he walks out. 
That's because he's got a hangover. Clean your your shit up. So where does he go? He has blue balls. He needs to go see Serena because he didn't get any last night. (laughs) And I love as he's walking out how she's like, uh, Miss Shepard's on the phone and he's just like, oh, no. (laughs) He's like, I'm in a meeting. I'm in a meeting. I'm in a meeting. I'm in a meeting. I can't deal with this. So he goes to Serena. Like, I got one crazy shepherd at home. I can't deal with the other one. She's 10 times crazy. Kristen is is getting a little like kind of cray cray, like, like, um, uh, Glenn Close and, um, yeah, traction there. Yes. I half expect to see like a boiled bunny rabbit in the South Fork kitchen or something like that. Close. (laughs) I, I literally put he goes to see Serena. Dot, cash, dot, dot. And, cash and carry probably to relieve the blue balls oh definitely and then she brings up like you know you're not like my other clients because they're all like wanting me take me away from this and he's just like why would anybody want to take you away from this like you have yeah, he's like you're fine and she's like you can save money lauren he was like no nah, i'm good yeah, like yeah. he was so like here's your money and shoves it in like, her coffee or something and that's what he was just like i like that's that's what he wants he doesn't he just wants to have sex he doesn't want any strings he doesn't want to have to worry, but he doesn't want to have to look wine and diner. He's just like, yeah. He wants a high class. He wants a high class escort. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and she's like, okay, you always know how to say of, the right things. He seems kind of like, yeah, I don't understand her reaction because she seems like let down or something. And it's she like, seems yeah. disappointed. Well, I think I'm like, girl, but I think she girl, you know what you know what your job you, you know what your business is. This is what happens right and that's why i don't understand thing, unless she really likes jr but i, I don't and I later in the episode we learned that it's it's 200 dollars apparently for how, i wonder how 200 dollars like, like a half hour like an hour i don't know what that was but i want to know a lot but that's a lot for but the, this scene served like an hour now yeah this scene did serve a dual purpose because when he left it showed that he was being followed right yes yes, yes. he has yes. pi on him yeah most likely yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I didn't know who, I didn't remember who it was. I thought it was Alan Beam for some reason, I but thought it, was it was not. Because I didn't remember who it was either. I was like, oh, is that Kristen? I bet it's Kristen. Well, no, speaking of Alan Beam. Okay, he's in the so next scene. He's in the next scene. Yeah. He got fired. Harv Smithfield relieved him of mm-hmm. his services. And he thinks JR was behind it, which he was. Of course he was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he refers to him as Mr. Beam. Yeah. Mr. Beam refuses like, to like like say out loud the relationship just worrying that he might be being recorded he's like yeah. do you think i bugged your office he's like i don't maybe, maybe. <laughs> like i would have so yeah maybe. he was Deni- like what are you Deni- talking about denies why, why would i want to give cliff barnes any money please <laughs> yeah, right. yeah jr jr is really smart i mean honestly no he is very because i would be like fuck you get out of my office and i wouldn't even thought to be like well he might be recording that's <laughs> mm-hmm. that's a, that's a good did point I, did alan have a haircut at some point uh Maybe. Well, he wasn't wearing his stupid chain, I don't think. Not in the scene. <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah. think I saw it because I would have written it down. Jr. told him to go up back, go back up north where he belonged, and I was like, I'm a little offended by that. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's southern. Was well, he telling him to go to Chicago or something? Yeah, I, yeah, I would yeah. send him to Chicago if I was going to send him north. God, no. Send him to Vancouver or some iceberg in Canada. Yeah. No. I don't know. Not not New York. Not Chicago. Somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. Boston. Like, like the like the Arctic. No, I wouldn't even send him. I'd send him. You know what? Send him to like Kansas City. 
Atlanta. Atlanta, right. Uh-oh. Or Vegas. Or Phoenix. I don't know. Someplace or warm. Don't send them to fucking Chicago. Washington State. <laughs> warm Seattle. again. Melanie's wearing yes. it's gonna be cold. <laughs> send him to Chicago. Hey, hey. Send him to Buffalo. No, no, no. Send him to Buffalo. Buffalo. So JR has Luella send a bottle of bourbon and a thank you note He's, to Harv Smithfield's office. Right, yeah. I don't hey. think Harv, I get the sense though, since this fell through, Harv is not going to retire immediately. Right. I have a funny right. feeling he's not going to. Yeah. He could be one of those people that's just addicted to work and works right up to the purse is banking the curb. Yes. Okay. You could be. Yeah. I think I he was, yeah. He's older, but I don't think he's that old, obviously, because spoiler, well, but he sticks around for a I know. Well, but as Miss Ellie said to yeah, JR yeah. once, you were born old, Junior. <laughs> yeah. I'm an old soul. Mm-hmm. I mean, believe me, I saw it party have a good time, but I am an old soul. Like, for I real. like to sit on the couch and crochet and watch TV, like, watch oh. movies, like, 100%. Like, sure. even when I was, like, 25, I'd like to do that, so... Mm-hmm. Sorry, that J- was totally off the no, Old soul. True. JR still true. being followed. Yes. So, so not, he goes to see nothing, Kristen not, now. nothing in anyone else's world has happened that day except yeah. it's JR's world. It is all JR for like the yeah. first 40 minutes of this episode. I swear to and God. this yeah. episode really reminds me a lot of uh, Call Girl okay. when mo- the episode is basically just. JR setting up Pam. Yeah. With Veronica Hamill's character mm-hmm. and trying to destroy the marriage. It was basically just that primarily that one storyline. But the difference here, the we've the show's now been serialized, so they have you'll see they're dropping little nuggets during the show about things that are going to unfold later on. Yep. Like that scene a few scenes from now we cut to miss ellie and matt devlin walking through the park mm-hmm. yeah it was like a throw-in scene uh, just uh, was the same they, thing they even introduced who matt devlin was like i had to like pick up who it was yeah because he's like oh, they, they, know they, a kid. we haven't Obviously seen him but they've, they've talked about him Talk and about the mimosa him. mimosa park and the development right. and all and they just threw that in there and they i don't know about anyone else but to me that just felt like a throwaway scene like a very out of place in this okay so this time she is uh he is at Kristen's. this is how i knew that it wasn't Kristen following him because he's at exactly um and she's so pissed that he has not called her back she's snapping at him yeah and he's just who, like hey. well, who the hell is this bitch that thinks she's not his but, wife yeah. she's like she right. is seriously cray cray and that's kind of what and, he's trying to tell her. Like, he's being nice about it, but he's just like, I can get this shit at home. Like, I'm not here for this. No, he's being nice yeah, about I, it, but he's told her from the beginning. Right. It's not a new thing. He if never I wanted yelling, I'd go home. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's, she's a weird like, bird. And I wrote, dude, Kristen, what did you expect? I mean, what do you, I mean, really? <laughs> not only is it a married man, it's your sister's husband. Right. What did he, you expect? Like, ex- I think she's 19. She has no idea. He guess, explains the arrangement to her clearly. He does. Oh, yeah, he did. More than once. Yeah. Yes. She's she just like But she didn't want to hear it. And then he leaves so, and notices he leaves and notices he's being followed. Right. Again, right? The second right. time? Yeah. Okay. But while she's there, while he's there, uh, she they talk about it because uh 
she's really mad about being told she's going to California. So she's like, what is this? I I don't want to go to California. And he's kind of like, it's not the worst idea in the world. Like you, yeah. you want to finish your studies. But all the studying I needed to do, needed to learn, I learned working for him, you know, and stuff like boom, boom. Yeah. And your penis. <laughs> and then he blows her up by saying, like, go buy you some, something no, real No, no, she blows pretty. him. Not, know, he doesn't blow her up. One. She blows him. Oh. <laughs> 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 okay. Anyway, <laughs> JR notices his tail finally. Yes. Again, so he's like, I notice it now. Like, he's like, yeah. I see him. And here is, after that, is a very interesting thing. Mm-hmm. He gets up in the morning and he goes to his car and there is a mobile <laughs> phone, phone, rotary phone in the car. A mobile <laughs> rotary phone. In yeah, car. I was like, first of all, the kid put some buttons on it. What the? <laughs> yeah, I want to know. I don't know. I, I mean, I think they're. I don't even know if those existed. Did those really right. even well, exist? Were those sat- were they satellite phones? Honestly, was that what they were? Because I I know my mom had a like a bag car. Phone. They exist. They existed in the world of viewing. Yeah, that plugged into cigarette lighter. Okay, I know that. It was a friggin' rotary phone. Well, but this is a rotary. Like, if it would have been like a push button phone, I would have been a little bit more like able to accept it. And it was it was like this right. big, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> but I feel like this. Well, I have I a feeling. Know. I have I a feeling rich. for this. I don't know. <laughs> I have a feeling for this episode. They said we need a phone in his car. They turned to the props department and said, give- "Make something with what I, you have." Nobody knew what a car phone looked like, probably because nobody had one. But so nobody like, would put a make fucking a rotary doll in there. I don't know. <laughs> but people accepted it because nobody had one. And everyone, like, my family just probably thought, like, this is what rich people have, you know? No one knew, you know? Yeah. Whoa. So get this. Let's Google this. The first car telephones, 1946. What? They've been using it on an experimental basis before World War II with the mobile radios. What you talking about, Willis? Radio telephone service. Blah, blah, blah. AT&T, baby. Was it a wow. string with cans on it? <laughs> Basically, but no. And you haven't you had one of those right here. Was, no. They you, they based it on F, VHF FM police radio equipment. Mm. Okay, so not a that rotary makes phone. That means but not a rotary phone. Go to the 80s. Okay. Because that was 81. This 80. was 80. 80. Just 80. turn 80. I mean uh, we didn't have a we didn't have a car phone. Not he definitely did not have a car phone. We had a oh, wow. with if our I used it, it was like three dollars so, a minute. No, they might have been rotary phones back in the day because look at the damn I'm gonna send this guy to you guys. Look at the damn transmitters. Okay. Whoops. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's like the picture I saw of um this giant machine thing being wheeled into a building and it was from like the early days, and it said, "This is the five megabyte computer being mm-hmm. wheeled right. into an office." Right, right, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, it's the, Moto- the Motorola yes. Deluxe. Okay, so the first car phone, the first cell phone, was the Motorola. That's what I had. Bag hmm. phone, Motorola. Wow, that's crazy. Early- 
But again, I was not allowed to use it unless emergency because it was like $3 a minute to pick it up Ooh, and push a button. One of the first car phones on TV was on Peter Gunn. Peter Gunn. February 15th, oh, 1960 goodness. episode, which aired 20 years before this one, baby. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. So like, any, anybody that's listening and you have a comment on this, please let us yeah. know. Because yeah, again, you know we, were, we were like... Send us pictures, a, of, 80, send us pictures of old... Old. Mo, uh, mobile phones. Yeah, was it? your family rich? You had a car phone in nineteen eighty. Send us a picture. I Listen, mean, I, 80, I was two years old. So somebody that was born maybe like in nineteen sixty. I can ask my parents, but we weren't rich either. Okay, what's next? Uh... Oh yeah, Jr. Oh, calls, Ma- he calls him. He calls him McSween. Yeah, yeah. and I was so excited. You, I love McSween. McSween. You've helped me. You've helped me a lot in the past. I'm going. It helps him a couple of times. You're just kind of an establishing character here. But, but Harry is around yeah. for many years. Right. I he love is him. JR's the beginning of a beautiful relationship. <laughs> JR calls in McSween. And then we, yeah, we go to Miss Ellie and Matt Devlin with this throwaway scene in the park. Right. But it, it's, was it, she like, it's out know. of place, but. Well, she reiterates it, again that. Well, he said something about, you know, she's like, oh, you're going to destroy the scenery. And he's like, well, what about all those oil wells that jocked? And she's like, well, my father hated oilmen for that reason. That's where she goes back to the right. land. And, and it imply, implies that they've known each other for a long time, her and Matt. Because mm-hmm. back when he was, she was a girl and blah, blah, blah. It's a weird stance. I'm not sure because I guess I don't know enough background, but it's like Miss Ellie's like, we need beautiful parks. And he's like, yeah, but poor people need a place to live. And she's like, no, we need But they parks. also need to go play. Yeah. Right. So I don't mm. I don't know where I stand with Miss Ellie or not. No, no, Mary, they weren't poor, really, were they? They were actually kind of, that wasn't really a low-income housing, uh, was it? They called him know. underfunded or something. The, or the under, way he talks oh. about it is it sounds like low-income housing. So it, I don't, it did sound, that's... I don't, I don't know. But, but then lo- it sounds like he's hitting on her. And she kind of acts like he's uh, hitting on her. And he convinces her to go to lunch, which must have been a weird lunch. Right, right. Because she seems all like, I don't It's like, know, fine, you're buying it, and I'm ordering the most expensive thing on the menu. And don't tell yeah. your husband that we were out to lunch. I'm away. I'm listening. I swear. I'm just so comfy and I'm warm. Okay, so so we had that throwaway scene, and then we then we then we cut to Jr. and McSween in the office. Yeah, setting up the sting operation. Oh, and guess what? Because Cliff has joined the DA's office. I know. He's like, I haven't heard that. See, that's a little nugget. Uh, as I was mentioning earlier, that the whole episode seems to be about Jr. and Sue Ellen and Kristen and getting her to, you know, this thing and that thing, and they throw these little nuggets in there that are going to come back later. Oh yeah, Jr.'s Cliff. reaction to that was his own crazy eyes. Those were he was, crazy mm-hmm. like air eyes. Oh, I can't let him have one small success, Mm-mm. especially not when he's in the DA's, <laughs> you, DA's office. I mean, yeah. But you notice Cliff Cliff is not in this episode. Ray and oh. Ray is not in this episode. Mm-hmm. Lucy had that one scene. Yeah, small scene. Yeah, so it's yeah. it's a very narrow focused episode. Almost 
almost like it's back in the days of the episodic. I was going to say that, but it's a Leonard Katzman episode. And so maybe he's kind of like calling back to earlier days of the show. He's trying to drive this storyline forward, but plant seeds for other things that are coming up. Because we're nearing the end of the season. So yeah, we're almost there. Something's got to happen. So close. Four episodes left after this. So Alan stops by Kristen's and he's, he's basically like, so we've both been fired. And she's like, well, I haven't been fired. He's like, yeah, you basically were. Their relationship. It's, Alan Beam and Kristen is very oil and water. The fact that they haven't hate fucked yet is amazing. <laughs> Don't most people in these situations end up in bed together? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Sarah's eyes are closed. Yeah, she's asleep. She's out. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Sarah, wake up. Wake up. Sarah's out. Sarah's Sarah's gone. She's, she's done. Gone. Okay. Um. So then, um. Uh, so anyway, Alan says he thinks they should team up, and she doesn't say no. She just kind she, of leaves it hanging. He tells her that when Jr. is tired of Kristen, she's going to be out, and she kind of knows that. By the she, which, does, she knows it. She knows it. She knows it. And it's it's already happening because Jr. is pulling away from her. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she. Wake up! <laughs> but Kristen will only. Kristen will only get uh, together on this <laughs> for profits. Sorry. She, she wants. She wants to. Well, I knew. Right. I was literally dreaming. I could hear y'all, but I was dreaming that it wasn't that. It's fucking weird. Sorry. I'm awake. So Kristen says that if she teamed up with Alan, she'd have to make a profit of some sort. Because now she's in it for the money at at this point. Mm -hmm. And Alan. He had records. Alan's like, this makes me like you more, basically. He has. He's kept records. records, And he knows Kristen's kept records. He has a red file. Uh, no, this is a beam skin rug skin file. It's probably in a fur, fur coated. Uh, <laughs> they hate each other so much. I don't know how they would even come to the conclusion to ask each other. Because the enemy of your en- the enemy of your enemy is your friend. And there's also a lot of sexual tension there. there really as is. Much as I think so too. Totally there. And yeah, she and even true. said, "If I do this, there will be only business." Lies. Right. And he's like, mm, and, "Okay, I guess." And as that comes up in Cobra Kai, but. The enemy of your enemy is your friend. Right. So. Very true. Um, so Jr. is basically paying Serena to talk, and she reminds She's like, him. Like we could have done this over the phone. He's like, uh. He's only there. Well, he's only sitting there waiting for McSween he's and waiting his people to, to get set up into the place. PI. That's all he's doing. And right. I'm really right. surprised, but she doesn't I'm know really that. Surprised he didn't tell her because I mean, who's she gonna tell? Right. Yeah. Yeah, but, but he doesn't know who he doesn't trust anybody. He's paranoid. Right. Fuck. You got to keep it close to the vest. The fewer people that know, the less likely yeah. there is to be a leak. Right. And so he's, you know, they're they're just, you know, shooting the crap. And finally, Jr. goes and leaves and busted. It's Tom Fuller, P.I. Tom Fuller. Played by the only Ewing to ever appear on the show. Mm-hmm. So that was his real last name. Yes. And then we find out that he's working for Sue Ellen and JR is so mad. He's like, I can't believe you would have, you would do the thing I would do. 
Yeah, he like walks in and slams the door, and I'm like, he have no room to talk. No. Yeah, and he's. She says it's it's payback for now. How do you how do you feel knowing that somebody's watching you after you all the times you've had people watching me? And he refers to he says my son, and she says our son, and Jr. calls him Little John again. He does. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. And then so Ellen tells him like her entire plan. again again. Yeah. Again, girl, stop. And you know what's funny? He's like, she, she's like, I'm gonna, you know, take my baby and get a divorce and all this other shit. And he's like, she's like, you'll never see him. Well, I don't know. And he's like, I'll kill you first. And she goes, right. She's she's like, guts. basically, you don't have the balls. <laughs> yeah. I double dog dare you. I triple dog dare you. Stick your tongue on that pole, Jr. I mean, Go ahead. Let's. <laughs> The fact that any okay, first of all, I know it's Jr. But the fact that any man says anything like that to a woman, let alone the wife and the mother of his child, mm. he said so many worse things. Honestly, he though, he's really coming <laughs> off as a very bad person. <laughs> but I kind of, I kind of yeah. like where she's basically like, "You don't have it in you. You couldn't do it. You probably sent somebody else to Man. do it, but." But the thing is, is he's like, I will kill you before I let you take away my kid. But like, that's reality for like, mo- like if he, women leaving abusive relationships, like that's he, yeah. yeah. He's coming. He's come a long reality. way from referring to him, uh, referring to the kid as the, that that bastard you're carrying before he knew he was the father. <laughs> right. Well, because now he knows. Now he so knows. Now it's, so. it's like all he cares mm-hmm. about. It's his property. Right. Everything is his property. Right. You good, Sarah? So he goes to his mistress to complain about his wife having an affair, basically. <laughs> yeah. That basically. is just rich. Honestly. Listening to him yes. bitch it while Sue Ellen ran around on me. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing in there with her sister? Right, you can't. This is not something you can no, complain not, about. Especially. What do you think he's doing in there with her sister? It, uh, if, if I, were I get J- it, but Kristen, that's just like fuel. That's right. like taking gas and going on the flames, you know. If I were Jr. though, when I was in that room with um, Sue Ellen and mm-hmm. confronting her, he's the one that should have been recording conversation. He should have. Yeah. He could have recorded, and her whole plan would have been on tape. But he would have had to get that in. I think he was too, like, fired up. And he, and back in the day, you couldn't just have it in your mm. pocket. Like, the oh, recording device would be, like, a big old thing. They didn't have to or hide somewhere. Or in the rotary phone. <laughs> or in the rotary <laughs> Unscrew the rotary phone and put the bug in there. <laughs> Screw it back on. <laughs> and it's the size right. of a giant right. caterpillar. We, I huh? think we lost her again, y'all. You can't Whatever say it. Caterpillar. Well, no, and that's Can't just the thing. Sue Ellen, sh- shut up. Stop talking. Stop telling him uh, what now, you're going to do. Not good. Now, we're, we're, we're only in year three of this series, and it's going to go many years into the future. I hope over time that if Sue Ellen goes to get revenge on JR for something, that she eventually learns not to outline her plan. Like this, like write it all down for him and like hand him, give him copies of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. hope. Nice. I hope she learns from these mistakes uh, if she's going to try to get revenge again. My gut says she will. I have faith mm-hmm. in her. All right. I, I don't. Um, I don't know. I don't know when or where or how it will come up, but so now um, Jr. has a counter plan. 
Oh, and he does. And he's like, he's all about getting swell and recommitted to the sanitarium. And he's all like, okay, and this is why he's at Kristen's. He's like, I need your help. And then she's like, mm, that's awesome. But uh, if I help you, like, you have to divorce her and then marry oh, me. Oh, I want to be Mrs. Right, J.R. Ewing. Sure. And he basically looks like directly into camera and is just like, uh. and but then you can see him be like, Okay, whatever you want me to say, I'm going to say to you right now. So he's like, "Yeah, sure, that's going to happen. Sure." Uh. I, I I almost I can almost picture a uh, like Norman Fell on Three's Company just turning to the camera and going, "Exactly, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes." So yeah, he promised. He promised. <laughs> yeah, she's out again. He promises our. I'm not. You, why don't you talk to us? Sit up and talk to us. I can't like I'll literally, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get finished smoke in a second. That'll wake me up. I will. I promise. Like we're I'm just, just like keep, all of a sudden I'm just, gonna, just like we're gonna keep barreling through here because this yeah. this this is this know, is where getting, it starts to yeah. the, the yeah. ball starts to roll down right. the hill and pick up momentum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's lying. And yeah. Then, go ahead. Uh, Sue Ellen and Kristen meet for lunch. Sue Ellen's like. Sue Ellen walks in wearing uh, she's wearing a white dress, and I know I know Kristen has a dark drink there. Gee, I wonder what's going to happen here. That's all. Yeah. I, the first thing I know. Sue Ellen's like, bitch, I don't trust you. Basically, like, why am I here? What right? the fuck? What do you mm-hmm. want? She's apologizing. She had a fair. Just, I said, like, I really I said, don't Kristen, care. Yeah, Kristen plays a very nice violin. <laughs> And Sue Ellen's like, I yes. don't care what you do, what JR does. What? Yes, she does, but it's a front. She's not going to give Kristen the no, satisfaction. I wouldn't either. But you, crazy you know, you know what? Kristen pulls the trump card. Oh, bad word. Pulls the uh, the secret card out. Wild card. That's going to the mom. Yeah, the wild card that's going to get to Mama. Sue Mama Ellen. taught me. Mama, Mama. blame it on Mama. Uh, and, and then, but, and that gets to Sue Ellen. She's just like, oh, okay. You realize that too. Okay. Well, now I'm going to give you a little bit of credit. Ellen's like, and I, I was gives her just enough credit. And Kristen it. says, can we just Sue be Ellen friends? Was like, I was a lot older than you when I discovered that mom was full of shit, basically. Right. And I'm sitting there going, yeah. don't, no, don't believe her. Don't fall for it. She's full of shit. Don't trust no. her. No. You realized your mama was full of crap, but you didn't realize your sister's full of crap. Right. Well, she did, and then she just like took down her wall a little bit. Look at and... him. Because of the mo- because of the mama card. No. Yeah. Oh no. So yeah, then they toast. They they do a little toasty toast. And that uh, that that dark drink and that white dress is coming back into play right here. Yeah, Kristen. She accidentally oh, spills no. it all over. Oh no! Uh, it's fine. Yeah, it's Mm-mm. it's fine. I, I'm sorry. No. I would have made a scene. I would have been like, "Bitch!" <laughs> I would have thrown. I would like throw uh, it back at her. I mean, Sue Ellen, you can't be that stupid. Maybe you can. And it's oh, Sue Ellen. Oh, like she oh, should contraire. be. She should oh, be. Contraire. Like, I can't go home smelling like alcohol. I'm gonna stop at a store on the way home and buy a new dress. That's what I do. Throw Throw the other one out. Or it's not like she doesn't have access to the money to buy a new dress. Right. Right. She's probably in like a restaurant that next door is a fancy dress store, you know? Right. Well, not only that, I mean, I she mm, Sue Ellen early on, she still falls for like 
all the lines. She he's still she's, innocent. Yeah, and she innocent. believes Kristen. And I'd be, you know what? I would give Kristen just enough rope to hang herself. And the minute she spilled a drink on me, I'm sorry. I would have been like, "What the fuck did you just do?" Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and if she was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry," I'd be like, then- "Nah, that." <laughs> but that's me from the outside. What she should have. She should have gotten up, made a scene, so there were a lot of witnesses. Yeah. So if anything came back, right. she could but, have said, right. "These people all but saw this." She fell for it. She she does fell she doesn't for the know. Bullshit. That's how yep. she keeps falling back in right. with JR. Yep. Once once the mama card was pulled out, she lost complete control of that scene. Yeah, it was like that was that was Sue Ellen's trigger. I think it was Ma- yeah. I was just only doing yeah. what mama taught me and she was like, Oh <laughs> she's like oh, oh god, okay. Patricia like, it Shepherd. took me so much therapy to realize that. Patricia Shepherd, mommy dearest. Oh, god. Yeah. Does she have any coat hangers? Get her a coat hanger. The next scene is like, starts with basically what could be J.R. Ewing's tagline. He says, what you're asking is totally unethical. (laughs) J.R. says, oh, I know that, but it's not illegal. Right. It's like, he's like, hey, you want this money, right? So you're going to rewrite all these reports? Yeah. He's bribing him with $10,000, which. Which is nothing to J.R. Nothing today. But to Tom Fuller, that's a lot. Right. I'm like, Okay. So yeah. So then, and he says it's oh, it's always fun doing business with a a uh, sensible man, aka somebody <laughs> easily to manipulate. Yeah, that's right. Someone that will do what I want, when I want, how I want. Because mm-hmm. I'm J.R. Ewing. I get what I want. <laughs> I don't get ulcers. I give them. We get a quick update on the dead body found out. I Southport. call them Skeletor. Right. Skeletor, I like that. <laughs> Skeletor. <laughs> Sheriff Washburn yeah. says there's nothing new on Skeletor. They can't right. identify him. Tell He-Man to go and build his home. <laughs> At one point, were we? Didn't we say something about they found that body on South Fork? And I'm like, no, that's a bad idea. Bury it. <laughs> Ghost. Woo. Yeah, don't. The haunting of the haunting oh. of Ray's house. Woo. Oh, that would have been great. Oh, oh, that would be a great would, crossover uh, series. Paranormal. Yes. I know. Da- South Fork. South Fork seems like the place that has a shit ton of residual energy. Right. We also get that tidbit of um, Jock apparently knows Fenton Washburn's daddy. So oh, like, oh yeah. give my best to your, give my best to your daddy. Don't they all know each other and yeah, each other's daddies? Each other. yeah. yeah, yeah. Daddies and mamas and mama daddies and right. mama daddies. <laughs> daddy stabbers and mama stabbers and oh god, I'm going into the uh, Alice's restaurant here. Am <laughs> Sarah, Jock and Ellie smell Sarah. Come on, Sarah, smile. No. Oh, 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 hollow notes. <laughs> Jack and Ellie smell the booze on Swellen. Yeah. She's not acting drunk, though. She's not at all acting and, drunk. And and she, we have to mention, because we see the car in this episode. Oh, Sarah's asleep. She can't say it. Somebody else wants to say it for her? The fucking wagon. What's Swellen driving wagon. again? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Um... <laughs> yeah, Kristen. Jock mentions that uh, he doesn't remember Kristen drinking um, anything but white wine. Anything but white wine. 
And Miss Ellie's like, um, maybe right around you. Right. <laughs> she knows. True. Yeah. She knows. Ellie knows. We all no. have a front. Right. Yep. yep. But Jock, as we go back to older episodes, he's like, I don't understand what's going on around me. I don't understand these kids. What's, what's going on with all these people? All the, it seems like all the stuff is swirling on around him and he has no clue. No, he had no is clue. It, is this the same man that was a wildcatter back in the day? Yeah, he just had to pay attention to one thing, you know? He, well, that's the thing. When there's women involved, men of that generation are like, nope, nope. He's not paying. Like, I'm not. I'm oblivious. I don't he's know. He's probably got a crossword puzzle. He doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> he's got some backgammon to do. Right. He doesn't care. They should have had the Dallas backgammon board. Right. They should have. Mm-hmm. That was a lost opportunity. Yes. Along with the ascots and the, you know. Yeah. And then JR so, has a little acting performance in this next scene. And, I'm and I said, like, and I said, Sue Ellen gets new reports in the mail, but honestly doesn't hide them very well. No, under her jewelry. I mean, come on. You got to hide him somewhere where he wouldn't think to look, which I don't really know where that is. The diaper drawer. The diaper drawer. <laughs> or, yes. or in the bathroom with her maxi pads and tampons. Right, underneath. <laughs> That's where I got that shit. Yeah, you is not looking there. Yeah. No, no. Right. Never. <laughs> uh, you, you could still go with the diaper drawer because he has he ever changed a diaper? Not once. Not once. No. no. And did they give Mrs. Reeves a farewell party? She's just gone. She's just gone. Farewell. We'll see you later, Mrs. Reeves. I mean, I think they had like a babysitter slash housekeeper on retainer, but for the most part, Sue Ellen's taken over. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Miss Ellie's there too, so they don't really yeah. need a nanny. Right, right. Right. Um, and you notice at the end of the, when she finishes putting the stuff in the, the hiding the reports, they have that very well-placed shot of their wedding picture. Yeah. yeah I did notice that. And I, where I remember when I saw that picture, I was like, that picture is very 1978. It's not very 1970, 71. <laughs> very much so. Yeah. I feel like younger Sue Ellen would have had longer hair and maybe the dress wouldn't have been so matronly looking. No, maybe a little more, bo- a little more bohemian, maybe? way more bohemian. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> it probably like more Southern Belle bohemian, but still a little bit of that in there, you know. Even in February, but, I feel like she maybe would have had gloves up to here, but a strapless dress and a veil. To that, and remember, she she had been Miss Texas just four years before she right. got married. Right. Yeah. So she would have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Different look. Yeah. So Jair yeah. plans a whole ruse. Of uh, Kristen being at the office and... Uh, no, he tells Jock and Ellie about the bottle of wine in oh, the bedroom. Right. Oh, right. Yeah, sorry. That well, that's, oh, that's, his, a... that's his performance I was talking about where he's oh, yes, so that, concerned uh... and he's just... Oh. I said, what yeah, but, a piece but, of shit in a lying sack. <laughs> but, but, Mama, Daddy, just keep an eye on Swell, but don't don't tell anybody about this because... I don't. I don't want anyone to get concerned. You know, just just play it very low key, but keep an eye on her because we all care about her. Whatever, Jr. Um, a performance. Oh, and then he continues it because then we go. Kristen talks to Jock at the office, right? 
Um, yeah, Jock and JR are leaving South Fork, but JR has to go back in to get something, and he calls Kristen, tells her to go to the office. He was basically yeah. like, you know what to do. Uh-huh. This right. Is, this is her chance to so, shine. And I, I like this line. Kristen goes to wait with Jock as she's, quote, unquote, waiting for JR, but that's a load of crap. Mm-hmm. Connie says, well, I'll believe Kristen's leaving for California when the plane takes off. She hates Kristen <laughs> so much, and I love it. I'm here for every mm-hmm. second of it. <laughs> and she plays that violin for Jock again, too. Uh, well, did she get home okay? Because and Jock buys it hook, line, and sinker, like, completely. I'm like, Chuck, you, Chuck, you've gotten soft in your old age. Okay? a manipulative bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. Jock has gotten soft in his old age. He wouldn't have... Uh, right. Young, younger Jock wouldn't have believed this. But then again, all Kristen would have had to do was flash her titties at him. And He's a sucker he for a young, pretty lady. He is. He just buys it. Like Lucy, same thing. He just buys whatever know. she sells. You know, he bought a lot of Sue Ellen's blah, blah, too, until... That's true. Until she had the baby, until she was drinking. Right. Like when she'd mm-hmm. be like, oh, everything's just fine, Miss Ellie. Everything's just fine, Jock. He'd be like, okay, you know. And play, play, Playing that 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 Jackie Kennedy. Uh, he's, he, oh, yes. He buys the like that. young, innocent girl thing. Very well. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, the- so you, but you, you see how this whole episode is just. Other than those that throwaway scene with Matt Devlin, it's just yep. basically straightforward with this whole storyline. And now it's all these dominoes falling against Sue Ellen and this plan and framing her, and it's making me really uncomfortable. I don't like it. Yeah, the it's, family, it's terrible. It's awful. The family is waiting for her to get home from a DOA meeting, but why wasn't Miss Ellie at the DOA meeting? Shouldn't, isn't she part of the DOA too? Right. They, they could have carpooled. They could have, yes. And then, see, that's... That's a monkey wrench or a, a, I don't know if it's necessarily a monkey wrench or a writing flaw, but usually Miss Ellie and Sue Ellen ride together to these things. And mm-hmm. if the police had gone to pull her over and Miss Ellie had been in the car. Right. They would have just put Miss Ellie behind the wheel. They'd like drive her home. Is it the same day as her meeting with Matt Devlin though? It's not the same day? Okay. okay. Like the next one. Okay. But basically, yeah, Jr. Jr calls the cops and has them pull Sue Ellen over on suspicion of drunk driving. And she's not drunk. <laughs> and like I said, if Miss Ellie had been at this DOA meeting and had been in the car with Sue Ellen, right. that would have screwed up his whole plan. They are wouldn't have sent the cops after her that way. Right. But he may not, he, he may not have known that they had rode in together. He could have been but off doing whatever he was doing. JR. He true. knows he, everything. He probably had his mom go do something. He's probably like, he, hey, he probably, not probably go Probably put a bug in the car. <laughs> uh, and if I was swelling though, in that situation, I would have demanded a breathalyzer. Mm-hmm. She knows that she's not been drinking. She should have demanded it. No, you're right, swelling. Then, like, okay, do you want the blood, breath, or urine? Right. I got well, off right. No, <laughs> no, they, no sobriety test was administered because she was a Ewing. Right, but she yeah. if she got pulled over for that, she could have demanded one. She could have been like, "Give oh, me that's one." That's true. Give me if you if you're accusing me of this, prove it. Like, give me a breathalyzer and get my fucking husband on the phone, right? Because I will light his ass up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would have been like, you motherfucker! 
I mean, shit, you couldn't say on TV in 1980, but basically, like, you could have said it on the TNT series. Get me out of this place, you son of a bitch. I know what you did. (laughs) And it's Bobby who brings Sue Ellen home while JR, quote unquote, stays behind. Mm -hmm. He doesn't, you know, he stays behind at Kristen's house. And then no one believes her. And, like, I get it. I get why they don't, but it still sucks because she's not lying. She's like, I haven't had a drink since the baby was born. Hey. What the hell? I've been sober like nine months now. Six, damned if you seven do. Seven months, almost a year. Damned if you don't. Damned but, if you do. But damned fine. if you don't. Nobody believes me. Okay, then. Fuck you. Then why don't I just pull out the damn bottle and start drinking in front of y'all? I might, well, I, know, I might as well. I'd be like, you know what? You want to see somebody get drunk? I'm going to get fucking drunk. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to get plastered right here. I'm and then I'm going to go. The baby's on the bottle. No pump and dump. And then I'm going to go out and Lady Godiva ride around naked on the ranch and a horse and throw well, myself in the pool. It might go against her plans to try to keep the baby, though. Because yeah. <laughs> she's still planning to give the divorce. That's so. true. Um, but so JR and Kristen are celebrating. And Kristen's all like, uh, yay, I can't but, wait to do this South Fork. Whoa, 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 Kristen. Yeah, yeah, just like, like ah, slow, slow down there. Yeah. <laughs> Hold up. Yeah. And so then she's right. not happy. You gotta you gotta dial it back because gotcha, I, think, can, can, I think I think if we play our cards right, we can get her drinking for real. Which is horrible. That's horrible. Because she's she's close. Jairus. Uh, he's a, he's a naughty boy. Yeah, it's not cool, man. What, he's abusive. And what, what do you what do you have to Very say to abusive. him? Let's hear it, Mary. Fuck you, Jr. <laughs> he's uh, a gaslighting, yes. narcissistic, abusive asshole. Yeah. Yep. Yes, he is. And so Ellen is venting to her therapist about the whole thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Dr. Elby isn't sure he believes her either, which sucks. And she knows she fucked up. Right. She knows. She she starts off by saying, well, all your work is going to come undone, and then you're going to lose your fee. That's all you really care about. That's JR talking right there. Right. Yeah. 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 And he, he, LB tries to tell her to, why don't you just go away for a while where he can't get to you and all this because. Come on. Come on, if I leave, he's gonna put up a fortress and like if I leave, I probably can't come back. So I gotta she's like, like I'll never gonna, see my son again. And they're, they're, they'll they'll put a moat around the uh, South Fork with crocodiles in it and piranhas and I and won't be able to get back. And, not only that, if she takes off, she will never know a, no, a moment's peace. He's always gonna have a tail on her. So then Swan just decides to go to dinner and then put on a good face and dust lay it out on the table she's like if he's gonna do this i'm just gonna prove to everyone right and pam and bobby apparently they they actually have a line they want to go to town and catch a movie at some point yes yeah so she just brings it up in front of everyone and everyone's like she asked for a club soda of course right. and i put jr tries to railroad her in front of the entire family and she yeah. tries to get him back yep yeah, and she's just like she okay almost, let's do it let's do it she almost did almost if he hadn't switched the report if she hadn't told him what she was fucking doing, right. and if her if her PI had been a little bit better, right, a little bit if better, if she had hidden she the sta- reports in the diaper drawer like she should have. <laughs> but he starts in on her sessions with Doctor L because he's baiting her along. Jock tells Jared to drop the damn thing, mm-hmm. and uh, 
you know, she says, Dr. Elby doesn't believe she's been drinking. And then she spills, like she said, she spills the whole thing about the detective. Mm -hmm. And she goes upstairs to get the reports, throws the jewelry all over the damn floor when she pulls the things out. And the family's trying to get Jared to stop her. And he's like, nope, I'm going to embarrass her in front of the whole damn family. So awkward. So she gives the reports to Giaconelli. Without even glancing at him. This is why I wish Lucy were around, because she could have been throwing some one-liners. Right. Lucy would have known better. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And JR Because just... then, then, then JR would have started in on her about her her, her tramp mother and right. brought up Gary. He used it a little uh, bit. But he's just smirking to himself the whole time. Uh, like, he's trying not to smirk, but he's still smirking. Uh, I just want to punch him in the face. And then Sue Ellen attacks him. She does. And I <laughs> cannot blame her one bit. I would have to. <laughs> I would have to. Oh, and yeah. Bobby is aggressively trying to pull pull the, her off. And Pam is just like. Pam, why don't you just go spend the episode with Cliff? Because you're. You don't serve any purpose in this episode other than inviting Sue Ellen to come visit you at the store and go out to lunch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the episode ends with JR calling Dr. Danvers. Yeah. Uh, right in front of his parents. Very, con- very concerned about his wife, but with his back to his parents, he starts that little smirk. And it freeze frames right on the smirk. One of the many episodes to end on a JR smirk freeze frame. You know what would be great is get the, the freeze frame from like every episode. That would be a fun thing. That'd be a and lot of work, show- but... Just show his uh, yeah all the smirking pro- progression of his aging <laughs> yeah his hair getting gray yes uh, so yeah so what do you guys give it Sarah I think probably gives it four bourbons and an early nap and an early nap yeah Sarah's yeah. falling asleep on us for those playing the long I'll game I'll go at about a she fell asleep about what half hour ago yeah. Twice. I'll go. I already called her once. She yeah. fell back asleep. <laughs> She's not allowed to lay down anymore. No. I'll go to about a maybe a four two five and a champagne bath. Okay. Okay. Um, I really like this one. I say four point seven five, and I don't know. It's like I said in one of the last episodes we did. Um, and a roll in the hay with Jr. and Sue Ellen because they just need to fucking do it already. Okay. I I, I think Alan and Kristen <laughs> need to friggin' do it. Okay. Yeah. I think so too. I think so too. I'm All gonna right. give it. Yeah, roll in the hay. Yeah, a roll in the everybody. Everybody gets a roll in the hay. Yeah, hey, everybody. Sweet. Sign me up. Sign me up. <laughs> Rolls in the hay for everybody. <laughs> what are you giving, Mary? I think I'm gonna do. Four two five and cash and carry. <laughs> cash and carry. <laughs> yes. Uh yeah. Brown chicka Awesome. So thank you guys for joining us this week. <laughs> um felt like I was next gonna like week, yeah, next week. most of us. Next week, um, well, next, next episode. Next time, because we, I, I have a feeling we're probably not going to record next week because it's going to be, I have a feeling it's going to be a big week next week. A, a very busy week next it's week with things going on. part of the reason we on. didn't record last week because the world was ending. Right. We're, today is right. January 14th, so next week is the inauguration, so I have a feeling 
it could be a busy week. So there's a chance we may not record. And it's also your birthday. It's also my birthday. And uh, if you are not on our Facebook group, I just want to, like, invite you to our Facebook group, um, the Ewing Barbecue Facebook group, because I'm post- we posted, like, a, a whole episode that I we haven't released um, on the air, which is a lot of, like, just behind-the-scenes stuff. And, yeah, there's a, I'm releasing, like, outtakes in there sometimes and stuff, so join us, and it's pretty... And I do want to give a, a shout-out to... Um... Not sure if he's listen, listening yet, but he did follow us on the page. Is Mario de la Casa? Who oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. And he's uh, done uh, J.R. Belt Buckle. He did the paintings at South Fork yes. of the of the actors, and he is now working on a J.R. bracelet, which is a replica of the style of his watch. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, wow, which you can have. Um, Signed by Josh Henderson and Charlene Tilton. I just um, want Josh Henderson. I don't care about his signature. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and for collectors yeah. who like reproductions like that, that's really cool. That's neat. Yeah, and he he does it very well. And I just wanted to give him a uh, quick shout out. He had a birthday recently oh. on January 7th. Uh, turned 56. So happy birthday to Mario. And uh, next next time we have Jock's Trial Part 1. So we are we're steamrolling towards the end of the season. Yeah, here, yeah, so. we are. We are. It's about Skeletor, isn't it? Skeletor. 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 I am not nice. Uh-huh. I'm not sorry. <laughs> yes. All the Skeletor stuff. Oh, boy. Awesome. So- um, well, thank you. Please join us next week. And please, I don't know, drop us a line. Uh, I have seen we've gotten a lot of likes and, and group ads um, yeah. from, from our podcast. A lot of people have been putting that to join our group. Where'd you hear about us? The podcast. I'm like, that's so cool. I'm glad I know. I'm really excited about that. Write some things uh, about the episode. Send us your ideas, your thoughts about upcoming ones we're going to record. And, you know. What, what would you like to see for merchandise, people? Yeah, what would you like for merchandise? So. Okay. Yeah. So, well, thanks for joining us. I'll uh, see you next time. Bye. Thank you, Sarah. Um, <laughs> bye, y'all. Y'all come back now. Night-night. Next on Dallas. We both know what's been happening to us. I've been falling in love with you. And you've been falling in love with me. If you feel you have to leave JR, then do it. But do it in the open. Don't try and play his game, hon. He's too good at it. But what about little John? It's a choice you may have to make. This is Cliff Barnes, Dallas DA's office. What's up? I want to talk to you about the homicide on South Fork. I have to arrest you in connection with the murder of one Hutchinson McKinney.